0: december 2nd 2021 it's so what for pedro show
1: well i tell you i had some trouble at that time i i, I did a foolish thing i i got dissatisfied with my mouthpiece <laughs> and I, I had some work done on this thing and instead of uh, making it better it it, it, it it ruined it and it really uh I, it discouraged me, you know, a little bit, because I couldn't. There were certain aspects of that, of playing that certain fast thing that I was reaching for, that I couldn't get, you know, pushed because I damaged this thing. So I just had to curtail it. Until <laughs> and, you got another. Well, and actually, I never found another. But after so much of just laying around and making these kind of things, I said, well, what the hell, you know, I might as well go ahead and do the best I can.
0: Show happy Thursday. <laughs> Sorry. Space in there. We listened to heard a John Coltrane talk to Frank Kosky in November 66 6 about his sax mouthpiece. He made a mistake. It happens <sighs> to even people like John Coltrane. Thing is, that man when not bull, bullshit his way out of it, you know. He incredible inspiration. Then Ivan yeah. Julian can't help myself. Yeah. And A- People, you can tell I ain't man alone because of those Estonian software engineers with their Skype invention. I got Ivan Julian. Welcome aboard, Ivan. It's funny you talk about
2: Coltrane because I've been listening to Lush Life lately.
0: Oh, great album.
2: I think it's it's it blew, it's blowing me away, you know? I mean, because I, I got to say, I haven't heard a lot of Coltrane over the years. I, mean, I know of them, of course. And I had this album and I put it on. And it's like, whoa, this is like amazing.
0: Yeah, you know, I, I was telling you off air that uh been doing the show 20 years, six months. I've started every edition with some kind of John Coltrane. I didn't know about him until the movement. About the same time I found out about, well, Voidoids a little earlier, but uh, not much. And I actually thought he was an older punk rocker. I didn't know he was dead. I didn't, you know, I came from (laughs) movie housing and shit, you know. I didn't know John Fogarty's shirts. You know, you know lumberjacks and uh, farmers. I didn't know. I thought that was his rock and roll. Show. You know, when you, nobody's to hip you to stuff. It's it's hard <laughs>
2: to know. Well, I know, I know. It's I, I mean, actually, um, another guy is Albert Eiler. I don't know. If he's oh right. yeah, he played yeah, at, at his funeral. The, what? You, yeah, he you played are? at
0: his funeral. Ornette Coleman uh, and Albert Eiler played at the John Coltrane's funeral in New York City.
2: Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, wow.
0: he wrote a song for him and everything, and they found him in the estuary. Uh, I guess they called the East River, but that's always yeah. been a mystery. And what? Yeah, I've there. talked
2: to people about that that I thought were in the know, and I've heard, I've heard, I've still heard various answers like I mean, he owed people money, they didn't like who he was playing with. I mean, so no, one and knows. something about I mean,
0: his brother, right? There's something involved with that. I've heard. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. You never, you never know. You never no, know. but
0: these these cats took chances, you know. That was not a popular thing. They were calling John Coltrane. And, you know, he called up Albert Eiler after he did Ascension. And he said, Hey, man, I just made a record and I sounded like you. I mean, can you imagine getting a call? What Albert Eiler tells him is, No, man, you were sounding like yourself. You What you were doing was shouting for spiritual unity. Just wow. incredible stuff. Can I ask you your earliest musical recollection?
2: Um, it's, it's it's a weird one. Um, I was three years old and my cousin, my older cousin, was babysitting me, and um, we were in the car, and I was sitting on her lap in the front seat, and Leslie Gore's "It's My Party" came on the radio. Oh, yeah, I remember. You know, and yeah. I, I I always loved that song. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah. And the more, the more I learned about her, the more I loved her too. You know.
0: Oh yeah. Ted's <laughs> story. A lot of those cats in those days, crimey. Okay, yeah. so. But yeah. well, I have a question
2: for you. I have a question for you. Have right. you ever heard um, have you ever heard um Charlie Parker's Dial sessions? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean,
0: yeah. That cat. Where
2: he's he spinning around in circles because he's he's out there, I think in Tarzana somewhere in California. And he, yeah,
0: he, he has. I was going to say there's a chapter of his life. Actually, they put him in Camarillo, right? He tried to swallow yeah. iodine and stuff. And I, I and when he got out, he got that's when John Coltrane got to jam with him at a house in I think Redondo Beach kind of near where my uh, missing Man guitar player. But yeah, he was a big inspiration for all the guys. The thing was, he was fucked up and shit, so people got involved with that and uh, to be, play like him. And, and I think that's where John Coltrane was really important when he quit. And what Richard Meltzer told me was, that, yeah, he kicked dope out of the temple. Like, you could quit and actually get better. And I actually yeah. quits the year after Mr. Parker passes away. I think they gave him electroshock therapy to uh, stop the shit in Camarillo.
2: Yeah, yeah. Because if you listen to that recording, it's like the most tragic thing. And it's like, it's it, it's something, it, it's a lesson for all of us that try to play solos, Yeah, you know, to encapsulate where you are, because you can hear him spinning around going off mic, just losing it, you know, yeah, and right. he's played this song that, I um, mean, Loverman, that sounds absolutely nothing like
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> Loverman. It's taken it to a completely different you know, place.
0: I read it happened to Bud Powell too, uh, the piano man. When they gave him electric shot, he's he never the same, you know. And Lou Reed talked about it uh, in the Victor Bacchus book. I don't know if they, they they stopped doing that shit, right? Yeah, 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 did, yeah. I mean, I pad,
1: don't think
0: they. Did. At the I pad think did that you grew up uh, in, uh, did they have musical instruments?
1: <laughs>
2: you mean in 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 the in, in the, the, the wards or whatever? Where where you grew up in the pad uh, the house? Oh um no no my father was a was a navy um guy you know uh, a, a career navy guy but but he did love jazz though and he bought me my first instrument which was a saxophone. Wow. You know, you know so he wanted he, he I mean he loved Parker, he loved Stan Getz. Um so yeah, he got me uh the saxophone when I was like kind of in, in middle school or something like that. And also, I mean, there were, um, whenever I saw an instrument, I was always intrigued with it. Cause, um, you know, I, I was on this ship once, um, because we were being evacuated from Cuba whole another story. And there's a piano down in the, you know, in the hull of the ship that all the teenagers and I wasn't one at the time used to go down and play on and they would play Peter gun. You know, yeah. Do, do, do. <laughs> yeah. <a> <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: My pup was That's a machinist mate in the Navy. Uh, that, that that's a trip that's a trip because there's something about tour that's kind of like sailors
2: it's very much like that it's very much like that you know you, you, you go around and you kind of absorb different cultures and try to get into or stay out of trouble and then you pack up and go to the next one right
0: right John Coltrane's <laughs> first recording was when he was in the Navy you know why interesting wow. connections yeah that way so uh so you, your pup gets you the sax does he is it the thing like i get you this you know you're going to take lessons
2: no well it was kind of it was back like well, they don't do this anymore least in new york it was back when schools had bands oh like the,
0: yeah yeah you know i was going to so, ask I you mean, that if you were in the choir the marching band or something
2: yeah, I, you know, I never got into the marching band. I, yeah. I don't like, I don't like the cold, I don't, I'm, and I don't like marching around with a, a
1: thing, you know. no, no.
0: Yeah, well, no, it was, it, I, I just ask people that stuff because it's trippy how the paths we're on to, that gets us to where we're now. You know?
2: <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. I mean, I remember um, my mother lived down in um, southern Virginia, and there was a small Baptist church, and they were rocking in there. You know, I mean, yeah. and I, I was always envious that I couldn't go in and play with them and be, you know, part of the church choir or part of the church band. Um, but, um, yeah, I, I, I never got up the nerve.
0: <laughs> and, and so in class, there was like a, a jazz band or a school band that had... Uh... It, was a
2: school, it was a school band and they were trying to groom me to become um, to become a part of the orchestra, um, the ah. state orchestra,
1: okay.
0: you know,
2: it's because what happened is like I was playing the saxophone and in one day um, someone broke into the school and stole a bunch of uh, instruments, including mine, because they were locked ah. up in a room. So then uh, this guy, my um, the instructor, um, Mr. James Schroett, i remember, I'll never forget, he was great. He, he really was the early mentor. And he took brought me over to this case, and he opened it up, and he goes, you can play this. And I, and I said, what is it? He goes, it's a bassoon.
1: Oh, wow. Oh.
0: <laughs> you know so, what bassoons um, are? You know Barcelona, that Gaudi, that familiar Famiglia sang- Sangara church thing? You know... Usually uh, churches have angels playing harps. They're playing bassoons at the hatch, one of the hatches. (laughs) Go on. Wow. I'm sorry.
2: It's a cool instrument, you know. And, I I mean, you'll appreciate that. It's a cool instrument. And one reason is that you're sitting on your strap. You know, you don't really wear the strap around your neck you sit on it. Right. And I learned the bass bass club.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah, that's right. That's right.
2: You know, I mean I thought, you know, like I thought this is a whole new thing. It was it was, it was exciting. It was
0: Down exciting. there with the bone. The other double reed is uh, the oboe, right?
2: Yeah, I tried playing that. That's rough.
0: You know what was a trip? Roxy Music had sometimes Andy McKay would rock the oboe. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, yeah cuz he was a, he was a total reed guy, you know, with yeah, yeah. all that stuff, you
0: know. I heard they have yeah, a problem and- with strokes and stuff cuz you got to really focus your breath, French horn too. Because the small mouthpiece. What, what about after school, not graduation, but in the afternoon? The bedroom band, the garage band, the you know basement band. Did you do any of that? Well, you got to tell me how you got on guitar.
2: Well, I mean, I, I reached a, an age where, um, I, you know, I couldn't relate to, I couldn't communicate with any of my peers. You know, nobody w- wanted to hear about the And besides that, I grew up with a guy named Ted Nicely. Um, he, uh, produced, uh, Fugazi, Fugazi whatever. Yeah. He got, got, well, him and I literally grew up together pretty much in the same house. Um, uh, and anyway, so, you know, we were exchanging music back and forth, you know, and like, I, I, I turned him on, he had an electric flag record, et cetera. So, I, as, and then, so he, he started Miles. a band. He's, yeah. He started a band and then they wanted me to sing. And I was, I think, uh, 13 at the time, something like that. Wow. And I, and it was a Led Zeppelin color, cover band. Okay. Okay. But then my voice changed.
0: <laughs> it happens. I I heard you Rush know, started out that way, the guy saying, but his voice didn't change. <laughs> You're yeah, right.
2: Yeah, exactly. So um then I thought, well, I'm just gonna learn the guitar. You know, I got I gotta play something. You know, like John Lee Hooker says it's in them and it gotta come out. Yeah. So, you
0: know. Okay, your first guitar, how'd you get it? What kind was it?
2: Um it was a Gibson SG um uh standard I believe it was. Yeah, it's, a, standard it's in walnut. those
0: pictures on the Void uh Blank Generation?
2: Yeah, 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 I still had it. Yeah, oh, yeah That's I your still first had it.
0: guitar. Okay.
2: That's my first guitar.
0: And what yeah. kind of amp?
2: Um. Oh God, <laughs> an acoustic 150. Please forgive me. Whoa!
0: <laughs> <laughs> Why not? You know, anything that makes sense sound, sounded
3: like a mosquito. I
0: can, I can imagine. So <laughs> now, how'd you learn? Did you bring over the stuff from the reeds, or did you, you had to just start over with this? Well, at least you had music and rhythm and that stuff. Uh, was there? Well, teaching? yeah, I, mean, I, I had music
2: available, and I mean, and I, yeah, at a certain point, you have to decide. Okay, well, which direction are you going to go with this? And um. Um, I was totally into the Stones, you know, and then Keith's Keith playing. Oh, yeah. So, And I, I, I would say how I learned to play the electric guitar is I saw Gimli Shelter and I counted it 57 times. <laughs> okay.
1: You know, That's I would great. just
2: go and watch his hands and go, okay, because, you know, there's various ways you can voice something on a guitar. Absolutely. And, I mean, and, and, you know, and then him with his open tunings and everything like that, which right. brings you back. You know, it brings you back to some of his idols, like, you know, White and everything. Well, I heard Cooter
0: had something to do with that. And it's like banjo tunings, actually. That's why he went to the five strings. But, you know, I I tell people on my bass guitar, I've got the same A and B note on every string. And they sound all different. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Because they're fatter and skinnier, right? And they're further up or down the neck. It's trippy about our instruments. Uh, I mean... I've got, really gotten to the point where bass ain't four string guitar to me. I'm really getting to this idea four string drum set, but they do share some things. I think Mr. Fender. Yeah, did. that's
2: a, that's how James Brown thought of it. You know. Did he? Oh wow!
0: Well, you can tell You're by his compositions; person, yeah. they're beautiful. I saw him play with three trap guys playing the same part. You know how tight you got to do without flams for that shit? And oh trap. God! Because yeah. he was a drummer man. You you gave me music from your new thing here. Here's cut me loose. All right.
3: Down. Oh, I kissed you and I put you on the train. You bit me and you said we'd meet again. And I cried, no, baby, and the sky's made by you. Uh, let me go and let me live again. So can't you cut me, cut me loose? Come on, and cut me, cut me loose. Was it a Tuesday when you said that you don't want me? And a Thursday when you pushed me down the stairs? Friday, it must have been my pride that came and said, baby, it can't be like this everywhere. So I kissed you and I put you on the train. You bit me and you stay we. me. In Jacksonville when you went down I said I heard about the lies That you told and terrified Famous is the hell That you caused in Jacksonville So can't you cut me, cut me loose baby Come on and coming, me Cut me loose You know why I got to do this
0: Vaudeville. por
4: Now, Moldy Diana, I know that this is a reference to something, things, so I want you to explain what it is. I also know you as Moldy Donut. So, I mean, are you changing your name?
5: <laughs> that's uh, that's I quite like thing. Moldy no, Donuts. Um, well, I've been Molly everything, Molly <laughs> bastard. Um, um mouldy spores, and then mouldy Diana's. Um, was just a playful reference to the dead Kennedys. Right. So, um, like a, a popular figure in the country, and uh, uh, not not so um, not so alive or. You know, pretty pretty sordid. But so
4: it's a bit of fun. That's all it's just meant to be. Yeah, if you don't mind, I think I'll just call you mouldy. I quite like that. So I think mouldy for this evening. Yeah, that's
5: consistent anyway.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Now it's going to be a little bit of your bio from your social media pages. For people that that aren't familiar with you, you're a stripped down three-piece void of banks of processes and effects. Sounds like a homemade go-kart powered by a jet engine. Hellbeings proudly displays a blind indifference to fashions and fads. So, do you want to explain a little bit about your ethos, how the band formed, and your influences?
5: Sure. First of all, none of us wrote that. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's kind of hard to explain, but I like the jet engine or whatever. So yeah, that, that's very good. What was the <laughs> question? <laughs>
4: Uh, Oh, I've forgotten the question. Just explain a bit about your ethos and about what what the band, what you're trying to do with with the music you produce and your influences.
5: Okay, um, the ethos would be to have it stripped down as it can be, without any gimmicks, without any uh, unnecessary effects on the guitar, for example. So the songs are kind of uh, in their raw, primal form, Um, and that's where i want to keep it. And... The songs are very, very simple. Um, If I get an idea, I don't overqualify it. I just kind of go with it. So if it sounds like something before, it doesn't matter because when you put your own words to it and stuff, it's all gone. Who cares anyway, you know? But um, up until now, I haven't whipped anyone off.
0: So that chunk of music started off Ivan Julian, Cut Me Loose then Richard Hale this is the first actually this is before the album because I got the 7 inch out of the ad in, in Cream Magazine uh, Another World and then you know I could it was like R&B music I could actually hear the bass parts it was hard for me on, when I met Dee Boone he only knew Creedence man and I could not hear what that guy was playing I can hear it now but not in those days so yeah, was,
2: well, yeah, they buried it, you know. Right,
0: know I mean? right, right. So that's yeah, why that, I started wearing flannels. I thought if I wore the singer shirts, maybe D Boom would still like them.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but, I, I taught Don Fogarty like about four, know, five, six, not something years ago um, at, uh, out in New Jersey at this amphitheater. Man, he was smoking. Was he? Well, I've he never was, gotten he, to see he him. Was, he was playing, like he was wailing on this guitar, you know.
0: Wow, wow. He's incredible. He A big inspiration he, on D Boom but like yourself and uh, Mr. Quine. And who else was he into? Buck Dharma. <laughs> t was a weird mixture. <laughs> mm-hmm. Buck Dharma, the guy who plays for Boyster mixed with John Fogerty and you guys. It was a trippy... Wow. Yeah, you, well, that's what music... Uh, John Fogarty, um, Coltrane talks about music being a big reservoir, and, you know. Like Frank Kosky asked me, hey, Sam Ross says you're ripping him off. He goes, well, I listen to John Gilmore. There might be something to that.
5: <laughs> yeah. And we heard... Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
0: Uh, C- uh, C- uh, S-L-W-C-C-Watt Give me the bad news This is a collab I got from Sam Rock Ward In Iowa City Then Funhouse With my missing man About three weeks ago First out of town gig in 20 months And then uh, Victoria Shen jo- Joined us on a, We had some fun with the Stooges Funhouse Wow Yeah, I got to help them For 125 months Incredible Wow Talk about a good shift That's a good shift Then Zone I- Infinite Infini, that's French, sorry for destroying that language, TKO, (laughs) (laughs) Frère Seb is uh, helping these cats out, Bombas Printing from DCA, Ride Home After Circus, Sabla Brand New from her, A Safe Journey, Anastella November 2020, Interview with the Hellbeams out of Brighton, a little excerpt, and then finally, Ivan Julian with Wild. Okay, so this band that you're playing guitar with, it's not the same guys that wanted you to sing, is it?
2: Um, n- no. You mean, you mean now?
0: No, no. Back then, when you first get the guitar, the... Yeah. Yeah. That, remember, when they I, wanted I, you to be a singer at 13 and...
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so my voice changed and then... Um, they, no, they didn't want me as a guitar player.
0: <laughs> okay, okay. So, so um, what do you do?
2: Well, I mean, I, I just practice. I went and saw bands and I practiced. Yeah. And I realized that, I mean, if, if I was going to play music in Washington, D.C., the best hope for me would be either doing a, doing a club to club circuit or be getting a residency in a club or um, um, doing you know playing weddings or something you know what I mean? <laughs> okay. being a cover band that's what bands do there sure you know? sure I know sure. I, I, no, I, I, I can 't do that, so I figured I, I got I to get out of here and go somewhere else okay. so I, I I went to London, and the reason I went to London was um, to raise money to do this, I got a job in a law firm on Capitol Hill, and they would send me to New York you know, um, to um, deliver checks, do paralegal work, stuff like that. And I would rush through that, and then I would run to Maxis, Kansas City or someplace and try to see some band. And, and New York was a very hard place back then. Oh, yeah. It, it, yeah. So, I mean, I mean, we're talking like 74 or something like that. Okay. So, I mean, and there was a TV show called uh, a David Susskind Show. Oh, you know? yeah. Yeah, and he would always have Johnny Thunders on. Yeah. And Sable Star, you know, as it was kind of like, you know, under you know, under cultural blah, 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 representative or something like that. So, you know, I'm seeing these people on TV. So I'm coming up to New York and all of a sudden I see Johnny Thunder's walking across Union Square with no coat and no guitar case. I'm going, I'm not moving here. <laughs> 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 this, is, this is brutal, man. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <Yeah. Damn. laughs> And so, especially then, because I thought, you know, you, you, you can have no coat, but you cannot walk around in the time with no guitar case. You
1: just can't do you
0: know? so, Yeah, thought, yeah so what's I, his name? Uh, the, uh, the other guitar man in television, Mr. Lloyd. He told me about walking from the city, San Francisco, to SoCal without a case. And he had a, 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 a suitcase with clothes in one hand and the, and the guitar in the other, and then he just loses the suitcase. He's just carrying his. <laughs> oh, 400 fucking miles so, oh, so, so what do you do
2: um so I like I said I, I worked at the firm practice saw gimme shelter um <laughs> yeah right right and, uh, yeah, and then um bought a one way ticket to London you know and okay. um and then I I went there and there my job was to go out every night and, and look at bands and try to form, you know put an ad in the paper and try to get in a band and, um, how this worked out was I was at this c- pub called town and country. I don't know if, I think it was one, one of my last resorts. Cause I'd been there a month and I, and actually, I mean, I did, I didn't buy a one way ticket. I wanted to because, but they wouldn't let me do that. <laughs> <laughs> Not to mention the fact that I was 20 years old. It's like, you know, maybe this isn't a good idea. So, um, but I'm, so I'm in this, this pub called town and country and I'm yeah. at the bar and these two ladies came up to me and said like, um, you know, why are you here? I said, well, blah, blah, blah. I'm trying to get in a band. So they, um, said, okay, we're going to take you home. We're going to pick you up in the morning and we're going to take you to this rehearsal studio called Manny's rehearsal
0: studio. Oh cool. yeah. I've been there with Stooges.
2: Oh yeah. So that,
0: that's cool. Cause I,
2: I talked to people and they go, no, it couldn't have existed because it's not on the internet and stuff like that. It's like, no, it was there. I was there. I know it's there, you know? Yeah. Cool. Cool. So, um, Oh, God, what was the the guy's, the guy's name was Manny, right? Brandon? Yeah, Do you I think so. Yeah. He's a great guy. Time. So I said, yeah, that's so cool that we were there. Yeah, so um, so we're going we're gonna to pick you up in the morning. We're going to take you to Manny's rehearsal studio. We're going to introduce you to Manny. And then, um, you, you, you know, you'll have a good chance of meeting someone. So they took me in and they took me down there. And Manny was a great guy, really nice. He goes, just sit here by the desk and somebody will need a guitar player said, okay, he wandering the streets, um, you know. So and you I had a guitar,
0: a- you brought your guitar, right? I brought my guitar,
2: okay. yeah. I brought my guitar, yeah. That's probably yeah, why yeah, they I- didn't
0: want the one-way ticket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <right.
1: laughs> exactly. No, when,
0: when Minutemen exactly. Black Flag first went to Europe, and the Dutch guys at the airport there, you got to show us a round ticket. <laughs> You're not getting in the country, same thing. But this was 82, oh, wow. yeah.
2: Well, and we'll talk about Des later. You know Des, right?
0: Wow, big time. Dez was my partner on that tour.
2: Yeah, he's great. He's an amazing guy. I, I I met him when he was in the Misfits, and like he'd be on stage like dressed up like fucking monster, you know, know, and then, know. And then you get him backstage, and he's like the coolest, like most mellow guy ever, you know. Beautiful,
0: beautiful cat. Man. Yeah. Really is. So, and his you pop, know, I, I, you know, I, I, d- you know about his pop, Ozzy Cadeno. You know, he was big with producing for Savoy and stuff, book gigs here. Uh, I saw several gigs he booked, with, like with Tal Farlow and Tootie Heath and stuff. And his ma is still booking gigs sometimes at the Lighthouse, you know, where Miles Davis played and there's some records. Really? There. I wouldn't shit you, Evan.
2: No, De- Des, he never talked about that. but he's, yeah, he's he has a
0: deep, about- deep wouldn't. music background. And and he's the first guy to play me Curtis Live. He would, he'd come to SST with all these records, all kinds of stuff. Music is music in Des's world. And that's exactly. what helped me break through all that house shit in my head. Right? Music genre, that's a fucking handicap, man. Fuck that.
2: No, I know. I know. It's, it's, it's a big handicap. But I'm
0: yeah. Not, Look, I, we're I, at the I, end I, of the I, first hour, December 2nd, 2021. Walk Pedro, so special guest, Ivan Julian. Hold tight for our two. December 2nd, 2021. It's the second hour of Walk Pedro show.
3: As I look back through all the years Seems that trouble's followed us from town to town Mile to mile It's been like this for many days As if the candles of our love have blown away Once there was passion's there Now there is only bitter tears A faded flower turned to gray So tell me lies That were truths when love was only a child You would rush it to my arms I would never let you go, tell me lies, and if only for one day, you know it wouldn't be so hard to tell me little lies, and we could live again. Than one thing that was said. Maybe the words we couldn't say have disappeared. Lost by the hands of time that take and never give. Sometimes when you are fast asleep. I sit and watch you And I can't believe how beautiful you are But I am so damn tired And I am so afraid To wake you up And find that you don't even care So tell me lies Tell me that you are my beautiful one And that when I am away You nearly cried a thousand tears Tell me lies And I'll be your perfect slave You know it couldn't be so hard To tell me little lies And we can live again You know it couldn't be so hard To tell me little lies And we can live again
0: Pedro. So we start off the second hour. Ivan have a Julian telling me lies. We weren't talking lies off air people. We're talking about two kinds of people. Those who back up and those who will. Yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs> or or, or, or uh, another way to put it is there are those who have lost data and those who will. You know?
0: <laughs> <laughs> For your fortune teller. <laughs> you got okay. Uh, Ian McComb after that. Blood, money. Helvetia, the echo Creek. D is for desire. My daddy ate my eyes. Finally, love is good. Ivan Julian. Okay, so at Manny's, you get a gig, you get in a band.
2: Yeah, so I'm there, and I'm you know paying my rent basically, sitting at the desk all, you know all, all day, um, by buying Manny's scones. You know, <laughs> with scones. And I figured, okay, yeah, it's kind of a
0: biscuit thing, right? Yeah, yeah,
2: exactly. It's kind of like a biscuit with like that's had the consistency of a rock. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Uh, I don't know. No, this.
0: It,
2: it, it, it tastes like ivory soap or something. Yeah, yeah,
0: they're the weirdest. Yeah, maybe it's something with the tea to cool it down or some shit. <laughs> yeah, I, I
2: yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I won't go there. But you know, we all know. Yeah. Um so anyway, yeah, so um and then um while I'm there this guy this band comes in it's Gary Moore, um who is a Canadian guitar player.
0: Right, right.
2: Yeah. And so with him was this guy Topper Heaton Oh, um, drummer man. So I'm, yeah, I'm talking. To, I'm talking to Topper. You know, we're hanging out. And we're talking about music and all kinds of things. And then you know, they, they come and they go, and you know, you know, see you later, maybe whatever, and you see you later Topper. And um, then the foundations come in, and they're looking for a guitar player. You know, and foundations. Um, wow. Yeah. So I'm. I'm thinking. Um, aren't you guys from Detroit? I and mean, I mean, weren't you the Motown band? Yeah. And they were from Barbados and um, from, oh,
0: actually, um, okay.
2: And and and, and, and Jamaica, but living in London. And they go, no man, no man, you silly blood, no, no. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know. So I mean, they, they were they were like characters, but um, anyway. So yeah, so they say, okay, we're leaving to go on the road in two days. You got to learn. <laughs> <laughs> so this is where, like, you know, the the, the whole. Reed thing came in, you know, like in the whole the music theory came, came in because the first time I'm playing an E major seven chord, I'm like, okay, da, 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 you Whoa. know, um, so, um, so yeah, I, I practiced and I, um, I was living on 46 Hestercombe Avenue in the basement of this building because I went to Earl's court where someone told me if you go there, they paste on the wall, like flats that are available. And I went and I was living there and like the place had no floor. It was a dirt floor. <laughs> oh, you know? shit. But I thought everybody in England lives like this. Was like, what, do <laughs> what
0: do I know? The you dirt know? box. <laughs> Litter box.
2: Yeah, it was a dirt floor and a, and a hot plate. There Damn. So, anyway, um, so um, I, I, I'm down in, in my dungeon, and I'm like uh, learning the songs, and we go out, and um, we start playing. And they literally toured like eight days a week to 25-7. It's like, I mean, they, they would do everything from small, tiny pubs, to um dinner theaters to concert halls i remember once um we'd gotten home at like um like five in the morning or something like that you know because we were driving all over england and places and um uh i put my head on the pillow to go to sleep you know and, and by then they'd got me into another flat by the way they said no you can't <laughs> be- <laughs> <It's> live <laughs> you know?
0: um, yeah I mean, so that I is pretty- heavy because people the listeners you got to understand there's a wet cold in england that's pretty intense <laughs>
3: Well,
2: also, they have these heat, these gas heaters that you have to feed money into to get to work. Right. And 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 you, you feed fifty p uh, pieces in them. Remember the fifty pence piece, and you know so and that lasts for like I don't know, twenty minutes or something. <laughs> I had pockets. of these things, man. <laughs> <laughs> I would go to the bank get everything changed. I was not going to freeze. You know, like, yeah. 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 It's, it's the damp cold there is pretty 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 petrifying it right
0: especially yeah. them cats from barbados and stuff but they were in yeah, a better yeah, pad. Yeah. they got your better pad
2: okay yeah well they got me a better pad with them. Um, i think the conga players uh b- brother or something like that you know yeah and um yeah he, he yeah he was he was a trip to he was irish and um when he was a kid he was kind of heavy when he was a kid um there's a knock at the door and dub dublin i think it was um and um the door he opened he opened the door um People pushed him out of the way, and it was the orange man, and they like basically took out his whole family with a machine gun Jesus, yeah, so yeah so but he yeah, but he was a nice guy I mean he he told me something really strange, I'll never forget he goes, I can tell if someone's co- Protestant or Catholic from across the street I went, hmm um okay yeah. <laughs> that's a, that's a new one you know yeah, um, or something. yeah, there's like wildness everywhere, but anyway, so um I'm out with them, and I'm just putting my head down on the pillow, okay? Right. And all of a sudden, the phone rings, and it's Colin. The singer goes, Ivan you sleeping? You still sleeping? I, still sleeping. I just I got, what? He goes, no, man, we got to go again. Bump, put clothes on, go back up the M1. They they just played all the time. It was a good good lesson for me, you know? It, it, sure. it was like, you know, the road 101, you know?
0: Absolute. Absolute. And how long were, we, were you with these guys?
2: We went to... um the continent. We went to what was then Yugoslavia, um, and um, and 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 did a tour there. And I realized that once again, because they, my goal was, I, I didn't say this before, but my goal was to be in a band and make an album and write songs. That's what I wanted. That's you know, great. it wasn't just to play. I mean, I could have done that back in D.C. Sure. It was like you had to to, to write some songs. So um, I realized they weren't going to do that.
0: Because you were kind and of I, side I, man, side mouse role.
2: Yeah. I mean, yeah. They, they'd they had their hits, you know, they right, their,
0: right.
2: you know and like um, they could tour forever on this. And, um, you know, they got their Bentleys for their hits, poor guys, you know. Yeah. Uh, and I guess I was over there. I told him, like, uh, you know, I, I, I can't do the same. Yeah. Uh, I need a band. So then I went on rode the road with um, the opening band, Parne Bayek, um, which, which once again, music being a reservoir. These guys, they were from Croatia. And, yeah. you know, we had a lot same influences and stuff like that, and I played with them f- until I could figure out what to do. So then th- that was when I decided to, to move to New York.
0: We yeah. got a lot of Croatian people here in Pedro. That's a trip. Really? Yeah, I'm cool. Yeah. Uh, so you played with Croatian band. Okay, a Barbados band, a Croatian band, and then you decided to get back to New York City. But now well, you, you know, got- there,
2: were, there was this crazy. rumbling. I was here to, reading in Melody Maker and in the music press about yeah. the scene that was happening in New York City, you know, and I thought, hmm... You know, I just, uh, I mean, I didn't know any names or anything like that. I mean, like Richard or anybody, but like, I thought, um, I'm going to try to do this. So okay. I wrote my friend that I worked with, that, where I worked with at the law firm. And, he's, and he told me like, if you ever need a place to stay, right. Let me know. <laughs> right. So I wrote him from Croatia and said, Hey, I, I need, I need a place to stay in New York. So I, um, came back and moved in, um, with him and his roommates on the Upper West Side, you know? And Yeah. And that's that's that that's how I got here.
0: Okay, and uh, but well, you knew about Johnny Thunders, and uh, Richard told me he got the idea about the uh, CBGB thing from what the Dolls did with that Mercury Arts Center or, or something, Mercer Arts Center or something. Mercer Arts Center, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, not Mercury. And this idea where, like, a residency, right? Like everybody knew once a week there, there's going to be a gig here. It's the same thing he, he said that, so the dolls i think was was important to that scene even though uh they weren't really an active part of it right well they they were
2: they were i mean they weren't part of the cbc and and i don't know why you know because there, there were kind of two factions almost two camps like there was um cbgb's which was like the, the newer club and there was max
0: max's right the older part. yeah
2: so you more you more than more, more than likely see the dolls at at, at max's and you know, you, you know, I'd run into Johnny and... and, and uh, um, Same with Stooges.
0: I don't think Stooges ever played CBs. It was always Max's. Or this it yeah. Italian chow pad called Ungano's. Yeah, they were telling me some the stories those guys told me.
2: Like, yeah, yeah, I know, uh, I know, I know. So um, so how do you find
0: Richard in New York City?
2: Well, um, when I moved here, I put an ad in the paper called Musicians Classified. Which was kind of like you know just you know articles about people and gear for sale and stuff like that. Jobs available. And um, on the cover was a picture of Richard in an article written by this woman Anya Phillips about you know downtown poet guy plays the CBGBs, you know that, uh, you know the re- well respected literary blah blah blah. And my ad was in the back of the paper. So um, that I, I I did that went down to see my folks for like a couple of weeks came back and then um, Quine called me. You know, yeah, from yeah. So he goes, yeah, we're looking, we're looking for a guitar player, and then we liked your ad. My ad said, um, uh, have gear, we will travel, guitar player. You know, I mean, I, very on very to, to the point, not flowery at all. Because yeah. um, I saw other ads that said, you know, we need a guitar player. Don't waste our time, or we'll waste
0: you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't answer that ad. No, no, no.
0: <laughs> we had something here called the Recycler coming out on Thursdays. That's where I got all my cars, all my stuff, everything. I know
2: but the cycler. Yeah, I know Yeah, that. there'd
0: yeah. be ads in there, too. And the funniest one was, like, no flakes. You know, I'm like, you're going to call up? I'm sorry, I'm a little bit flaky, but, <laughs> 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 you know, must have own transport, must have own gear. You know, these looking for a deal. We got everything but, you know, the band. Yeah, the hilarious yeah, kinds it? of stuff. Okay, so, Bob Quine, call, you know, I got to record once with him. Uh, uh, Steve Shelley... And Lee Ronaldo brought me into Wharton Tears. And everybody told well, they didn't say, but everybody else said, he's going to rip your head off. He's mean. And we did Johanna, Visions of Johanna Frieza. And he was the nicest man. He told me the first guy he saw play electric guitar was Buddy Holly in Akron, Ohio, the year I was born, 1957. Wow. Wow. So did you have to try out in front of him?
2: yeah, like? well, I went and auditioned. I mean, so it's like, you know, I went and auditioned and, um, you know, um, uh, it was a wild audition. I mean, I've, I've recounted this before, but um, I, it was at a place called Daily Planet, which was a um, rehearsals, fairly, fairly nice rehearsal space. On, up on 30th Street um, in Midtown. And um, I walk in and um, the, uh, Richard's sitting there on a stool and um, Mark is behind the drums. Um, Mark Bell. Or Mark right,
0: right.
2: It's, he's behind the drums. And uh, Quine is there, and I, um, and then there's two women sitting. When I guess the audience section they had a small chair set up like that, both them, um, you know, really tall, you know, fishnet stockings, the whole, oh world. wow, you know. And so I start playing. You know, they, okay, they said, okay, we have like two and a half songs, okay, and I said, okay, well, what are they? And they and they played me, uh, you got to lose, oh. and then they had another one, um, another world.
0: You yeah, know, that's the one I played. Richard told me in uh, You Gotta Lose was the first bass line he ever wrote. That's what he told me.
2: That, that's what attracted me to the band, actually, because, you know, Quine's playing this kind of straight Chuck Berry thing, you know, like yeah. rhythm, you know. And Richard's playing this bass line that, I don't know, it reminded me of the, you know, like, um, I don't know, Betty Boop cartoons or something. Yeah,
0: it is trippy. It is. It's trippy. Bum, 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 bum. The intervals are trippy. The way he swings it is trippy.
2: Exactly, exactly. I love that baseline, you know. So yeah. And people would sometimes knock him as a bass player and I go, You're insane, you know, shut up. Well you know you know and especially who remembers
0: you in ten years. Yeah, yeah. I, I think and you know, and he's very faced. I remember Scott Ashton telling me doing a session with him where he he was trying so hard his fingers were bleed in the studio. You know, and he's kinda yeah. down on himself too. He let me play that Dan Electro in that second avenue pad. i I, to me he's inspirational because uh yeah the fusion and all that you can have it man there there's something about some kind of person human organic weird trippy and that another world that bass line is so bizarre
2: it is <laughs> i it love
0: is. it but it, it gives is. you guys all kinds of room and, and kind of launch pad springboard it's, man. here i want to play uh i am not a drone alone <laughs> Show that chunk of music. I'm not a drone alone. alone. <laughs> Parenthetical. I'm enjoying mm-hmm. And then from the second song from that Orca uh, 7 Inch, I belong to the blank generation. I remember there was a number in that cream ad it said call hell, and I called and he answered and I got scared, hung up. I said, You hell? He said, Yeah. I hung up. <laughs> I was like 18 years old. I think I was 18. Oh, that's funny. Really, yeah, And then uh, Swing Your Lanterns, Ivan Julian. So, yeah, what a pantshitter having to play like... Okay, so I guess you, you made it, right? So what's the first void? <laughs> well, okay? what, what
2: happened was, I mean, you know, they're, they're showing me the songs and I'm, I'm playing and, you know, I don't know one way or the other yet. And actually, I thought Bob was Richard and Richard was Bob because they're both <laughs> kind of the same kind of glasses on. Yeah, right. And Bob, Bob seemed to be running the rehearsal, so I thought Oh, maybe this is Richard Hill. Like, you know, I mean, I, 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 I didn't know. I, whatever. It turned out that, of course, Richard was Richard. He was just, you know, um, not very active at the time. <laughs> um, <laughs> but in, in between all this, the two girls would start fighting. Of course. Dragged down, like rolling on the floor, Oh, man. each other. You know, and 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 would go, "Wow!" You know, I mean,
0: it's an interesting this, scene. This,
2: you know, seeing this is New York just like I pictured it. You know. <laughs> so Mark would get up in the drums, he'd go over there and separate them, okay, and then put them further apart, and then they start again. And then you know, and just and then he'd go back and he'd take a swig of vodka from his pint and you know, it was, it was, so that was my first audition. And so then I'm packing up my guitar and I had a Dan Armstrong at the time, which I loved it kind of. I did love
0: it. You, you know? mean them clear the, plastic ones? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The heavy, right? Hmm? They're heavy,
2: and the reason I stopped using it was especially live. It's it's um, basically thick acrylic plexiglass for like, the body, <laughs> on 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 and the neck. So if you moved around, it was like having a, like a giant cinder block and a, and a toothpick. So the neck would. <laughs> <wow, you> know?
0: <laughs> I seen Keith pictures. And it, only, of Keith. it
2: only made one sound, but the sound was great.
0: Yeah, pictures of Keith playing them for a little bit.
2: Well. Yeah, that's, that's why I had to get one, no? <laughs> yeah, right, of course, of course. <laughs>
0: okay, so you're putting it away.
2: Yeah, putting it away, and Quine comes over, and um, he looks at my guitar in the case, and he goes, we really want you, want you to have you in the band. I said, really? Okay. And he, I said, well, are you going to tour? He goes, and he gave me the plan. The plan was that they were signed with Richard Goddard um, for a production deal. And um, they, he, they were getting a salary, and, it, and they were to, like, to rehearse for a couple of months and then make um, an EP or a single... And then use that um, to get signed to a major label, and that was their plan. And then, um, in, in a month or two, play CBGBs. And I thought, that oh, sounds okay, you know? They they they, they have a, they have a direction. Let's see what happens. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah. So then, so then I, I started rehearsing with, with them. What was supposed to be one or two months turned into six because Richard needed to rehearse his bass. We rehearsed three songs for six months. Um <laughs> You know, um, (laughs) know. the woodshed. Funny, look look back on it's that funny. I didn't think it was funny at the time. (laughs) No, I can imagine.
0: I can imagine, but
2: you know, yeah, music's a um, trippy
0: thing. (laughs) (laughs) We're gonna build this, (laughs) okay?
2: Yeah, you know, because you know, Richard he needed time to work out his bass parts, and sure, and I, I I marvel at any bass player, any bass player that can sing and play bass at the same time. I can't do it. Oh, yeah. You just got to beat
0: it into yourself. You can't think. You just prac, 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 and they get like kind of a, I don't know, ambidextrous, like one doesn't know what the other one's doing because if you're aware, it fucks you up because I have to beat it into my muscle, what I call the muscle memory. It can't be in the thinking memory. That's the way I do it. And You do enough breaks, and it just gets beaten into your flesh. Your,
2: Yeah. No, kind of like playing the piano
0: in a way. Yeah. Oh, you're right. The two hands. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah. Somehow you know they're, they're working really together, doing? but if your mind gets in the way, it slows, it fucks it up. You can't yeah,
2: it's So. It's so you true. train
0: yourself. Okay. So you get these three songs, <laughs> finally. Yeah, we nail them. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> for, for Terry York, right? Yeah,
2: it was on, it was on Terry York's label records that's true.
0: Right. yeah right and, and then we, you signed with seymour
2: then we signed, then we signed with seymour and that was another um elongated <laughs> thing because the record was supposed to come out in, in june
0: yeah
2: um and we had to wait for seymour and he, i think uh was it passport records or was his label i forget um and we and it was supposed to come out in june we had to wait for him to get his distribution to deal with warner's
0: oh for okay. sire
2: yeah sire exactly yeah because it, before it, i think it was passport records was the name of the label right. and then it became sire on Warner. So, therefore, from June until I think um, the, the, the fall sometime, we're just sitting around. You know, I'm like, what? I think did we did you, one. Did C- you do any gigs? We did CBs, yeah. We did do CBs. Can you tell me about your yeah. first Voidoy gig? Um, yeah, CBs back when they didn't have the big stage, the stage was about a, a foot high. Mm, um, yeah and you know, richard
0: lloyd told me he helped build that thing it's his design
2: and richard seemed to have um a, a following people came there and all that you know and um there was a pool table on the side of the stage you know so people were playing pool while we we're playing <laughs> look, looking up at us going, what the fuck is this you know was like <laughs> you know um so yeah, yeah and and you know, we we did the songs and um it, 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 it was good it was good i, 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 I there were no, nothing really memorable happened except we played, and then Richard pulled it off, you know, and um, yeah, and yeah, it got more memorable later on, you know. But was then it was
0: scary rough. for you? No, was that, it di- but it was different than playing with the Barbados guys, right?
2: Well, yeah, but I played with other people. It's like what I do is play music, you know. I mean, oh yeah, and, but well, yeah, I, I, I mean, we're
0: talking. To Ab, uh, you were, I mean, you did have those tours with those guys under your belt, but you're still kind of new at it, right?
2: No, uh, I just don't think like that. I don't know. Okay, like, okay. I'm, I
0: don't, I don't think I'm just like trying that. to put myself I, in your shoes. Or I would have been shitting a pecan log.
2: <laughs> no, I just like you know. Just, I mean, I'm I'm here to play the guitar, and I mean, if I that's great. I, I do get I I get jittery if I if I play like a Hall hall, like I mean, Radio City Music Hall or something like that. There's a, there's a place called Canes, I think, in Oklahoma somewhere.
1: Uh-huh. That's like um,
2: uh, it, it's a giant dance hall where Buddy Holly and uh, Little Richard and all those people used to play. Now. I get nervous about that. Yeah. I don't want to disgrace the place, you know? <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was like me with Stooges, like having a nightmare where there's a, a headstone at a graveyard. All it says on it is fucked up with Stooges gig. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be buried at sea anyway. Ivan, we're at the end of the second hour, December 2, 2021. Peters Peterson special guest. I, Julian, hold tight three. December 2nd, 2021, it's the third hour of the Watch the Pete Rose Show.
3: Well, it rained outside O'Gala, where most people seldom go. You sat me down and told me all I loved, I loved alone. And it was just this side of winter. Where the red rocks meets the sky He said, I'll meet you in Kazala And then I'll tell you why I went to the high place The north wind was in my face My shirt was stained with memories From the valley below And I wish that it was springtime Cause how far I had to go Had an old-fashioned suitcase Made out of shiny clothes And I'll meet you in Kazala Cause you said so By my kindness from straight. Today. Saw Tunisia, as she put it on the shelf. She said, "One thing you must know is, baby, save some for yourself." And she don't care how long I'll be gone. The life of the party and the girl that no one knows was making plans. In the twilight To leave before it snows And I meet you in, in the Cause you said so
1: What?
0: Pedro Show, start third hour, Cazal, Cazala, Cazalla Cazaya, is it Espanol?
2: Cazalla Cazalla okay. Every, now, everyone, everyone has a problem with that. Well, you, it, it, you know, the Caballo. French uh, wrong. The French label even spelled it wrong, on the, on the pressing, I said, geez, man. <laughs> okay,
0: okay. I, I fuck up so many languages, that's why, I, uh, i Julian, <laughs> you, you gotta lose, this is the third song from that, uh, Terry York 7-inch, yeah, the, the, the People put it out in Chicago. What are they called? Numero? Big group of all his stuff from that orc label. Jad Fair after that, Goodbye. Springtime with Killing of the Village Idiot. And finally, Voodoo, Chris, Avon, Julie. Look, I could t- talk to you a billion years about all those old days stories and stuff, but we got to talk about this new album. Please.
2: Yes. Well, I mean. Um... <clears throat> uh I, I had some health issues that a lot of people know about like a couple of years ago and while i was yeah you know it's it
0: terrified let, me it terrified
2: it, it's, me it, was, it terrified me too pal yeah <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah i imagine <laughs> you know so and smart.
2: while i was um languishing there I, that's a weird word i find yeah but anyway you know, it, it sounds like something that you would want to do but no 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 <laughs> you, you know but um i i thought okay um, you just so much music you haven't put out, and so, you know you've been producing and doing all this of stuff. If you walk away from this, you've got to keep making records, and this is a culmination of that. You know, songs I had from before, and then songs, some new songs I wrote, and um, I have a recording studio. It's called Super Giraffe Sound in Brooklyn, and um, I just mm-hmm. went, went, went in and, and started playing and writing and singing and calling friends in, and um, you know. And, and made this record called Swing Your Lanterns.
0: And, and was it like like it, every tune had its own band or was there a core band of your buddies?
2: Um, it, you know, There's four drummers on the record. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> you know, um, but other than that, there's a core band and, and, and most of it's me. I had a couple of bass players come in. You know, and I did this on my last record, The Naked Flame, too. I mean, there was there, there was only one rhythm section. But when I read about records I really love, you find out that all these people are playing different things on it, you know that you know w- that were around the band as opposed to the band. For instance, Jimmy Miller on. Uh,
1: on I was
0: going to say song. about sympathy for the devil at the Olympic Studio. Yeah, okay. Charlie Watts says you fucking play it then <laughs> or something. <laughs> he did.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did. He did the fills on Tumbling Dice at the end. I mean, yeah, right. Like, so it, you know, ever since I learned that, I go, you know, it, it, sometimes, especially on the Naked Fan on the last album, I had people come in. And if I saw something lying around, I would go, "You play that," and just see what happens. And they would come up with this great stuff on an instrument they hardly, they barely touched. Whoa. So yeah, so there, so there isn't really the the core band is basically me and um and um, you know some some other people friends of mine that had come in, you know.
0: And you were the producer, man, right? Shot Carson. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And, and I did you-
2: I didn't master this myself though because I wanted it out on vinyl. Yeah, and uh, I'll give myself away. I mean, you know, I can master and I master for other people, but I wanted someone that really knew what they were doing. <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> so and, I called I called Greg Caldy. Ah, oh, yeah, you know, and uh, yeah, he's he's great. So he he did that.
0: And uh, like, like you were saying, you had a backlog of songs. You didn't write all these songs for this album for the thing. Some were from before.
2: Yeah, 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 and I thought they should. They they were never released, and I thought they should come out. I mean, and, and they were they were re-recorded though. It's not like I you know used old recordings; they were re-recorded.
0: But yeah, I thought, the, yeah, I understand. the yeah. The source was like when, when do you do you keep a backlog of, of lyrics, like a book of words, or, or oh yeah, uh, voice memos with riffs.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. I do. I mean, and sometimes I, I I go through them get good ideas you know and I, I i i'm constantly writing i love legal pads you
0: know yeah yeah <laughs> it, well do you build of, demos
2: um yeah i mean i have a studio now yeah I, I gotta admit i liked it better when i had a four-track cassette player right. you know and i mean and, or cassette recorder i should say when i could just like you know just limit myself and get the idea down and right
0: right
2: for some of that stuff so much like the orc record I think sounds has, has its own qualities that are better than the, the finished product, you know. I, I listened to the Orc, Orc record not too long ago, like a year or so ago. And I go, wow, this has all kinds of, you know, edge and, you know. Like it really does.
0: It's, it's, it's a yeah. great record, man. It's great sounds. I mean, I like the album too, though. The problem I had no, I mean, was, too- the problem I had with was the second album. That was produced, especially the drum, yeah, the drum well, I, sound.
2: I, I, I wasn't there for that, you know. Yeah, I
0: know. I, I heard <laughs> stories about it and stuff, and yeah. but 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 there was an '80s thing with this with this gated reverb on snares that dates that music so hard. What were they thinking? Like Duran Duran, I mean, the great musicians and stuff. It was the sound. Uh, I want to yeah. play Love Affair here. <laughs>
3: What can you do when a love affair is over? What can you do when a love affair is through? Just like the other day, when we didn't know what to say. Build inside you. Then In our unspoken war that we waged through the door of the room. We once ignited. I close my eyes and I see Magic Man and you. In each other What can you do When a love affair Is over What can you do When a love affair gifts you bring, flying on broken wings, we sigh at everything. Cause our hearts, they break together. What can you do when a love affair is over? What can you do when a love affair is over? is just to be by your side. Come on and take my hand and try to without you I curse today cause you're so far away I want to be held inside your fingers that's right and I whimper like a dog Your love, the naked flame of 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 your love, the naked flame
0: of your love, the naked flame of your love. Last music for this edition Love Affair from Ivan Julian, then just joy with a love song. Godspeed, Speedy Black Emperor, piss Crowns, or Trebled, and finally, The Naked Flame, because you only gave me 10. Right, the new album's only got 10, too, so I found another one from the last okay. record, maybe 10, 11 years ago. Yeah. And that was a good ago. band. That was a smoking band, though, the one I saw in the video with the lady on bass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, that's
2: Capsula. from. They're actually from Argentina, but they live in Spain. Oh, okay. You know? And they kind of inspired that record because... I produced their band, and they said, well, you know, do you have any stuff that you do? And I go, yeah, and I had some demos. So I sent, I sent them to them, and and they said, okay, we're going to make a record. And they, they played all the stuff, like, amazingly, and, yeah. like, delivered, delivered, like, you know, guitar, bass, and drums to me, and I did the rest. But, like, they're they a really great band. They, they really are. If you want to go to a place where people take music really seriously, and especially rock and roll, really seriously,
0: go to Spain. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know about that. I've, I've toured yeah, there right? several yeah. times. I've got buddies there. Yeah, some are operating studio. Well, this guy's a Chile guy, but he lives in Barcelona, and he's got he's got his own studio and mastering room. And yeah, they're very motivated cats. Uh, yeah, You would so not true. believe some of the scenes, like kind of squat thing, uh, DIY, and uh, really uh, industrious and and really f- f- neat people to be around, man. Inspiring. So, yeah, you got, so- you got a big gig coming.
2: Yeah, I got a gig um at uh, City Winery in New York. Uh, this Sunday, uh, December fifth, um, and I've got an eight-piece band. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> you know, I, it's like just various versions of me playing all the other stuff. You know, I guess you know. Um, wow! Eight and um, I know, I know. It's, it's, um, yeah.
0: Uh, You've been cracking, anyways, since, right? You've been getting ready for huh? the gig. It's just in a couple yeah, days. Yeah, yeah.
2: I'm, I'm like getting ready for the gig. We're rehearsing all the time because um, they approached me about this, and you know. You know, with you know what's going on with COVID and everything, I hadn't really thought about doing gigs. But the record's coming out, but I have to, I have to do, I have to do that. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I I had a month to basically get a band together and make it sound like we've been playing for years. You know.
0: Whoa. <laughs> you know. That's so we've been. You know, some cats can do that though. i Yeah. I've, I've been yeah. in situations where I couldn't believe it. I thought we shit all over ourselves, and, and these guys. That's what's good about an ensemble, man. If you got, especially people who are committed. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. You know, what I mean, one, it's not only guy, man he, alone. One of the guys is. Uh, do you know
2: James Mastro? No. No, he 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 plays with the Ian Hunter. He's he's oh. one of the guys. Yeah, and, the guy and from Afterloup. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah.
0: I think he Ian's lives great. in Connecticut.
2: Yeah, yeah. I've, I've I've seen him a few times, and like um. You know, and he's he's great. It's amazing. He just he still does his thing. He's like 70 something years old. Right, right. Yeah. So we're gonna be we're gonna be playing there. Um, come on down if you're within um, flying distance, if you can. You know, <laughs> love to see you. I would love um, to. Be
0: there. Just about 2,300 yeah. miles away.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So, um, well, yeah. That's why God made
0: airplanes. That's right. right. And uh, you know, that's I did I my first said one said three one weeks ago in 20 months, and I was that's afraid. Exactly. <laughs> But I tell you, I was glad people were together. I thought there was going to be a bunch of fighting and bullshit, but luckily it was calm.
2: Oh, that's cool. Right? I didn't know what it was
0: going to be like. You read these stories about people going off just trying to get public health together. I fucking, I don't know why it's got to be an issue.
2: I know, man. I don't get it either. (laughs) When I was a kid, they said, okay, um, take this sugar cube and eat it and shut up. For for polio. It was like, okay, well, then. Uh, what's
0: the i know
1: issue?
0: <laughs> uh, you, uh, you know we had a president who couldn't walk because of that right and then uh, yeah exactly charlie christian right gets taken out at 25 from tb they didn't have the vaccine yet
2: exactly charlie Charlie christian i was, just, man, I, I was reading yeah, with
0: charlie parker and both him and Diz give him credit for bebop not a horn guy a guitar guy because he had an amplifier you could play single note lines for the first time yeah. Tar guys used to have to pound it out in the rhythm section with the drum, the bass, and the piano. The horns exactly. were so fucking loud, right? Yeah,
2: Yeah, I know. and come up with chords so you could be heard. Like, you know, like, you know whatever. <laughs> right. G711 or something. And like,
0: jump, 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 Like These <laughs> eighth-note kind of wailing shit. Oh, man. It's, it's trippy when you... Like how music's been organized to deal with the technology of the time. Anyway, Tar comes from a big Pioneer. But I would consider you a Pioneer. That stuff you played with the Voidoids, and then the stuff... With a new record, too, and the emotional thing behind it, the story, uh, the story, the fourth act, of, of the life of, you know, if you could, uh, Lee Ronaldo likes to be Shakespeare, first sex, you know, definitely not the third act, what? Might be a fifth act, you know, this kind of shit. But I, I had the same thing. I wrote an opera about almost getting taken out 42 by the sickness. And music's a lifeline. I'm no, so- it is.
2: It is. its is it it is it's it's, it's I mean it, it's a reservoir it's a, it's a lifeline I mean if you're lucky enough to be able to play it and and love it then you know it's um it's a, you know it, it's it's a, it's a good thing to have in your life I mean I remember once I was going through something and I listened to Sad Lady of the Lowlands for like um two days straight <laughs> 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 That
0: do you have that, another
2: a, album You know that's an amazing song it's even more amazing when you try to play it yeah, and, you know, because it's not really that complex once you once you figure it out. But he uses a capo, of
0: course. Yeah, you know? okay.
2: And then it all all comes to you, and then you can't stop playing it. It's like whoa, this is so cool, you
0: know. That that's there is something about that, you know, like uh, open strings. When you make things around open string things, that's that's a trip, you know. Yeah, you're it using, is. It you're is using the fundamental of that instrument. You're not imposing some kind of. You you're dealing with the, how it's made. Uh, yeah. Know, something else. Uh, do you have another album planned? I know some people. You know, yeah. as soon as they get one done, they start. you know. Well...
2: not this time. I'm not going to get distracted.
0: Okay. 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 <laughs> <laughs> okay no, when you do, no,
2: I, I'm working on another album called Speechless, and it's it's um instrumental. Oh wow! Great.
0: Yeah. Great. Because I
2: I, mean, I, cause I when I um you know um when I, I I used to I had this job writing music I. I, I for theater and stuff like that. I don't want to think about it too much. But anyway, I have this stuff, you know, around, you know, and, and I mean, because every day I would wake up and write something. So it's there, and I'm going to, you know, have some string players come in and stuff like that, but not what you expect. And, you know, speaking of, of the making of things, I just want to say, Quine and my vision for the Vordoids was, or a uh, model, I should say, was um, the Yardbirds. Whoa. Because the idea is, okay, if we're going to have two guitars, and they're both going to be guitar players, not right. lead rhythm. And we're never going to be in the same part of the net. Yeah. If we look over and one person was playing a G down in the third fret, we go, okay, well, I got to do, do something else, you know? Wow. And that's what, you know, it's like it's a, It's like I think Keith Richards describes it as weaving, <laughs> you know?
0: Yeah, well, it, it worked incredible. and inspired yeah. some guys in Pedro big time. Man, big cool. time. Big time. And when you get this next record done, please come back on the show. We can play it and talk about it.
2: Uh, I will. I will. I will, Mike. I love talking to you. We could talk oh. for days.
0: Yep, yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I know you got to go. You got an appointment coming up and stuff. Yeah. So, cool, man. Big, big love to you, brother. Okay. Yeah, spend... if you're ever out here, if you're ever out
2: here in in Sin City, please, you know, give me a call. Okay. I
0: probably will in March or April. I got a tour helping a guy, Mike Pagetto. Yay! At Mercury Yay, Lounge, cool. I think, sometime in the end of Mar- uh, March. So. Uh,
2: okay. Okay, I'm gonna come You're on, on the on.
0: list, bro. Totally. Oh that, that hell too, yeah. <laughs> 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 People, it's de- December second, twenty twenty one addition what Peter shall keep you powder dry.